Good. Mm, good, good. But yeah, so so what it does, what it does, keep people. Uh, I know you've been missing us. Nah, not really, because we're always here two times a week. We're more than four videos a week. You know what I mean? We never let you down, okay? Even if me and Steven finally get fired from our jobs and lose our mortgage, we're still gonna do this shit from under the bridge. Okay? Yeah. I need you guys to understand. Yes. <laughs> from uh, from wherever, from my freaking library, the Starbucks. From work, I'll be yeah, like I mean, behind the counter making coffees. <laughs> as, as a homeless, you have a lot more opportunities nowadays if you want to be a content creator. And I think that that's something, uh, the silver lining in in this whole thing. Yeah, but, that'll bring a broke ski doodles a whole another level of of uh, yeah. uh, of content, right? <laughs> I mean, people need to remember that before we were the broski doodles, we were the broke ski doodles. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, we're still broke ski doodles at times of our day. So <laughs> it, it really depends on on what bill I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah, what's coming out this month? What's coming out this week? <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! No, but uh, thank you again for tuning in to the Broski Doodles podcast. Um, man, it's been uh, it's been an interesting week, to say the least. You know. A lot of things are happening. The elections are happening. Uh, science is happening, and uh, and we're gonna get into it today on this podcast episode. So let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it today. We're we're back. Me and Steven alone. I know you, we've been giving you guys a few guests in the last episodes, and I hope you liked it. Uh, and also, you know, I hope you like us being by ourselves as well because we are the original Broski Doodles. And I don't want you guys to think that you know. That we're gonna that we're gonna disappear. Like I said, we're here forever, even if this shit doesn't make us any money uh, in the next ten to twenty years. Okay, this is what we do, and we have some good topics for you today. It's not just fucking around. We actually got some educative things for you to, you know, learn. And so, yeah, Stephen, I wanted to talk to you. You know, people look at us and they probably don't think that we give a fuck, but we're actually super environmentally friendly, super animal friendly. You know, you might look at Stephen. You know, because he's a director of Trump's campaign, yeah. that he might not be into saving, you know, whales and and, and swimming with the with the dolphins. But nah, this kid has dogs. He's a he's a rescuer. He just rescued a dog last week, if I'm not mistaken, in the highway, which is gonna tell you the story. Yeah. And he's he's found his owner now. He also ca caught a snake once, and he didn't kill it. He just threw it in his neighbor's jar so he could fuck with it. <laughs> you know, so That's true. So we we like nature, right? T tell us a little bit about your, your your recent rescue with this dog because I want people to also see like that we have a good heart because I've been seeing some comments of people saying some shit about us. No, not really. Nobody comments on our videos, but I, I would assume that's what people might be thinking. And yeah. I wanted to make it clear <laughs> that we're animal lovers and tree huggers because we had a guest the other day talking about the hippies. Yeah, he says America has so many hippies, but we're, there isn't. Tell us, uh, Steve Ski. Yeah, so... So, yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, like, I believe in, in 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 helping the world out more than I believe in helping people out, right? Like, you ever seen those shirts where it's like, like uh, I would rather be with my dog or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm that kind of person, right? I, I don't like people too, too much. Uh, just because we're, we're too volatile and, and when you when you start to think too much, you, you might not think in the right ways. But for me, what recently happened, um, there's a couple different animal stories i've got but um 
Damn. Te- I mean, tell us. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking super psyched about this. We're having an envi- <coughs> environmental friendly. Episode. Yeah, we're trying to get sponsored by this global warming company. So we're trying to send this in as a, as a pilot. So, but tell us. Yeah, do tell. I mean, I didn't know you had so many stories like this. Yeah. Steve Irwin in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I've actually thought about... Oh, I'll get to that later. But basically... Um, the other night, actually, right before we we recorded the last episode, um, we my 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 fiance and I we were driving home, and we see this white dog walking onto like onto the on ramp of uh, of of the highway, and this is like this is like really really South Miami area, so it's like uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of straightaways there, and I'm, I'm telling you. At nighttime, especially with the lights and stuff like that, like his type of white coat, um, it, it, it's kind of a, um, it, it, you would miss him and you'd hit him basically is what I'm trying to say. Like when it's bright like that, like it, it kind of blends in. Anyways, the, so Nat, my fiance, Natasha, she looks at me and she's like, what do we do? And I'm like, I don't know, but make a decision, like pull over or not right now, you know? And, and so she pulled over. And, uh, and I'm like, all right, cool. So I get out the car and I give him a quick, uh, like, like a whistle and he, and you, immediately you could see him like he, he looks up cause he was like a little ways back. He looks up and he like, like, Oh, oh, nice guy. Okay. And he just starts like running towards me and he actually jumps onto me. Like he jumps up onto me and I just grab him and I pick him up and I get into the car. I'm like, all right, we're, we're two now, you know? And I go, <laughs> shit. So we take him home. Um, and we're like, damn, like he has no collar. But he, he looks clean, like he looks pretty much clean. Uh, you know, he wasn't dirty, didn't have like, uh, I we checked him for fleas. Like he, he looked like he was fed. You know, he was muscular. Like he had something. Like all right, he belongs to somebody. But like, I don't know where how he got out or whatever. You know, and he looked like super energetic. Um, you know, we we went through the whole weekend. We called him Spot. He has a brown a brown little like smudge on his face. Um, we you know we had a barbecue the guy was like airbnb being in my house like the dude was eating churrasco and friggin and, and he was living the life like i don't know i was like i don't know if you come from a bad house but like you're good here trust me this is probably been a good <laughs> weekend for you <laughs> um and so but yeah he came and he was like so 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 thirsty like it was so weird but but you know after after <laughs> a day or two and he got used to cooper my my other smaller dog <coughs> you know he was it was super chill so, um, I got them scanned on Monday and they found a chip. They're like, he, I guess he had an embedded chip. Lo and Fucking beho- Bill Gates. Yeah. <laughs> Lo and behold, his name was actually Spot. I was like, what? Damn. I mean, how original? Like, I was just trying to be super unoriginal, you know, thinking that he, he would be like, I don't know, some, some kind of Cuban name because down there it's all like, you know. But no, so then you told the lady, like, can you remove the chip and eliminate all the information related to it? <laughs> I, I didn't want to take it from somebody, especially if it was a family dog. It actually but you could? Up, no, Ryan. No, 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 no. The chip, is, the chip stays there. Um, but all that chip does is that it, it, I call in. There's only one provider. It's called Home Again. Um, and, uh, and basically, it, it gives you the last known information of the owner. Uh, so the home again people, I called them. They didn't give me the information of the owner. They gave my information to the owner uh, on my behalf. And said, are you okay with giving your me giving your information 
to the rightful owner. Yep, the name of the dog is Spot, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, go ahead, have him call me. And that's exactly what happened. You know. Uh, and they called you? Yeah, the lady called me. Oh, my God, thank you so much. And I was like, hey, like, you know, I was trying to feel him out, right? Because you never know. You never know if, like, they really do want him, if they just let him run free. You know what I mean? If it was a, if it was a dump, like, you know, they pull off on the side of the road and dump him. So I'm like, yeah, hey, you know, so so I found this dog walking on the highways, and I was like, oh my god, you know, this is not he's so crazy. He always likes to get out. Like he usually gets leaves. Like he's good at staying within the the premise of the house, but I guess that night he got a little a little crazy. And uh, you know, I'm like, hey, like like you want him, right? Like I have I have people who who like fell in love with him who are willing to give him a good home. Like like no 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 like. I got that dog. <laughs> I got that. I got like, him, a, like, like on a good note, like a hey, for real, like it's cool if you don't, but yeah. like, do you really want him type shit? Basically. Yeah. I mean, I had to be that way. I was like, Hey, I don't mean any disrespect or anything, but like, I gotta, I gotta like, you know, figure out, I'm not going to let this dog yeah. go, go back and get re re right. Cause like, cause if she really did want to dump him and then you found them and called and then that company called them, they're like, fuck. Yeah. They're like, they feel guilty in some type of way. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of no, course I not only that, but they're like, fuck, they caught us. We got to call the guy. Cause if we don't like, <laughs> like they, they, they cannot tell home again. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, so, Hey, look, somebody found a dog. You want to call? Oh no, it's, it's cool. I don't, it's cool. You know, just let it go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wouldn't look good on her. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You got to like admit your, your, your wrong. So in there. your, in your in in your judgment, you felt that she she did want the dog, and it was just like a, an accident. Yeah, I, I mean, down here, and and I'm sure in a lot of places, like you know, animals to to people are are animals. They they live outside. They're supposed to roam. They're supposed to be. They're not like um, the the. They don't have like these human characteristics that sometimes like these small puppies, like these women or these families, they give like dogs like a a name and a and a bet and a temperpudic bed and a freaking you know what i'm saying you've seen what i'm talking about right like they go with them and yeah, they're yeah. like they, they get better haircuts than me like you know what i'm saying so uh i, I mean guess, i mean you, you you got a tuxedo for your dog so i feel I, what you mean. I did, I did. <laughs> i'm that person i am that person i, I am that guy i am that guy but what i'm saying is to some of the people it's, pro- it's a lot of people at least down here in miami it's not you know so they let them roam, roam free, whatever. Anyways, I don't know where I was going with that, but... No, you're saying that, like, it made sense for her to say that because it is true that in that region of the country, because it's a bit more in the outskirts, that people allow their dogs and shit, like, to be more, like, animalistic instead of, like, being at home type thing. Like, it, it made... Like, the story made sense to you. Right, right. Exactly. Like, I wasn't expecting her to turn around and say, oh, my God, yeah, like, he just, like, he lost his tuxedo and that's why he looked like he didn't have a home, right? Like, no, 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 like... He is actually like an outdoor kind of animal. Um, anyways, but it was good. Like she was away in Louisiana taking care of her mother-in-law uh, with her husband uh, and her and her newborn baby. I guess, you know, her mother-in-law up there needed help mm-hmm. or whatever. Her father was was at the house taking care of the, the property. And I guess he must have left the gate open or something to that effect. So I was mm. like, hey, like, do you need me to hold on to him for a while until you get back? Like, you know, tell me what you got, what you need. Like, I just want him to be safe, you know? No, no, no. It's He's good. He's good. He's good. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, I for what it was, like. So you took him? Yeah, I took him back. I took him back to the house. Everything was great. You know, he, the moment he got out the car, he was super happy. He went right into his backyard. He started doing I was like, all right, cool. He's This is where he's supposed to be. He's 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 happy, so. Uh, it's funny because Nat works down the street from there, 
because that's at her brother's house is kind of why we were why we were in that area is because when you know when we're leaving her her brother's house um he's the house on the corner which makes sense because it's like you can see the highway from the house it's one of those houses that are on the main road and it's like Mm -hmm. oh right right there's the highway so it makes sense maybe maybe he would have gone back who knows but uh he was pretty he was getting onto that on ramp pretty quickly so i didn't want to I didn't want to. <laughs> no, but that's a that's a really good uh, feel good story, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you you need some of those to like remind you that in life not everything is a fucking disaster and a chaos and you know what I mean. Like life has so many like hard moments that when you hear these feel good stories, you're like, all right, all right, I need to I, I need to remind myself again there are beautiful things to look forward to. I mean I don't know if that sounds too sad, but I, sometimes I I like to hear things like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's not enough good news in the world, right? I mean, it's all sensationalism. So, um, you know, I, I like to do good things. Uh, the more good things I do, the better I sleep at night. And, you know, even yeah. if even if other aspects in my life aren't where I'd like them to be, uh, emotionally, I'm more attached to just the, doing the right thing in life. So that's kind of it. Do you think that in life that... um there is this f- thing where like most of us in the world just have a good energy and want the other people to be better and and that by like these little acts they accumulate and sort of push the world forward you think that's part of it definitely um my my issue is that sometimes sometimes we get so wrapped up in life that we forget like our core our core being like you look at these people who are like really successful and they're like super motivated and they're all about getting up in the company or they're all about making that sale or they're all about like whatever, like hustling. And there are some like m- people with bad intentions, but it's funny, right? Like when, when we were, I think we were talking about this offline, like there are people who have converted KKK members or they have converted certain things and, and they do it with love, right? Like I'm, I'm not preaching the Bible here, but like, at least in the Bible, it says that Jesus, Jesus was, was like, it, he, he overcame his, his enemies with love. And like, by, by loving them more, the less and less, the, 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 the more their, their guard came mm-hmm. down. And I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that like at our core, at our core, I think that people are more, good than they give themselves credit to be you know Um, and and do you think this comes from like necessarily from like a religion point of view or did you because like when when i think about things that i do i'm not religious mm -hmm. but i i just feel good yeah doing the right thing i don't think think that's 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 real or do you think it's it's more people look at it through a religion point of view where like oh i need to follow the rules type shit Mm. I mean, there's definitely the crowd that that wants to follow the rules. I'm I'm kind of like you, Kiko. Like I know the I know the religion story. I, I grew up in it. Like being Latin, being Catholic. Like, you know, then 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 having a good set of friends. Like I moved into the I moved to a very different place, and um, and my only friends were people from a church gathering kind of thing. So it, you know, I inevitably am more religious, but now that I'm back here with my family, like I realize that at my core, I'm not really like driven to be religious. Um, no, to answer the question directly, I, I, I don't think that it tends to mostly come from, from like, uh, a, a follow the rules, mm-hmm. like godly authority type of thing. I just think that, uh, 
good acts are it's like it's like smiling versus frowning right like it takes less way less muscles to smile than it does to frown you got to pull down your your cheeks and all sorts of so there's so much more effort that goes into being an asshole than there is effort being a good person you know right it may may be inconvenient at times and i think that's what gets people to maybe not be like if if somebody else is driving they're like oh shit that dog you know i hope that dog's okay later you know most people Mm -hmm. will do that because it's inconvenient um but it really wasn't like i had a dog come into my house i mean i had the, the resources right but i had the dog come to my house he was playing with my with my other dog my other dog was happy we you know what i mean like we my that particular weekend my dad and my brother came over for the barbecue and my dad like he's a very he's a very like negative person he's he's he just drowns in a cup of water type of thing and like seeing the dog brought him joy so i do think that sometimes you have to act upon the opportunity to be a good person because that opportunity was actually something that might affect other things in life it affected him Damn. in a way. He's like, "Oh man, like, like, oh man, like, what a great dog. He's, 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 he listens. He's, you know, he's such a good dog. Like, I, I would take him. You know, I, I, like, if no one claims him, I'll, I'll take him. I'll take him. You know, and hmm. and I'm telling you, like, this is my dad that you met, like, in 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 Miami Lakes. Like, he is yeah, so, like, 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 not that type, not that person. type of person, <laughs> not that type of person. And he's and he wanted him because he's now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. He has a he he kind of trans he's a transient liver he lives in cuba and uh or he lives he lives here but he has like like a home and, and a life uh, in cuba he's retired he does whatever uh your dad yeah like my yeah my my stepdad and um oh. and he has a he has a, a a plot of land with a lot of lake acres and you know he has a, a german shepherd over there or something like that so uh you know he he's lonely over here like you know he, he he goes over there so much because over here he has nothing so here i am like possibly giving him something to have over here yeah. and he's loving it you know what i mean and that's and we love it because we get to see him more if that was the case it wasn't the case this time but that's because it wasn't meant to be for that situation yeah. but it made him happy well, but at least it it provided this moment right mm-hmm. that, that that not only meant for the good uh, weekend that you guys had but also Probably left something in him, you know, like leaves you thinking just like for you, he left you with something like a little light inside of you. Like, fuck, man, I did something good. That's and, you know, I didn't do it to benefit anyone. It just this is this is good. And <clears throat> when I was asking you about the religious thing, maybe I, I came out aggressive in the sense like, do you do it because you think it's good or do you do it because the ruling and the spaghetti monster in the top <laughs> tells you and like, you know, people that are religious and and, and do follow it because they like it and they do the right thing it's like i have no no criticism against them maybe when i was young i was like an atheist that like what you believe in that are you stupid but nowadays <laughs> i'm just like man life is so complicated who the fuck knows you know like yeah. i'm not religious but that doesn't mean i know i don't know anything uh, i hope there's something after but i don't know so what i was just gonna say is that i really liked your answer but i um but i'm just saying even if there is a religious part of it that makes people want to be better then that that's also good yeah i want to make it look you know there's that's, a, that's a good story man there's there's different sides of the coin right i mean like when you think about um when you think about some of these countries that that are solely based on religion and their the religion is almost extreme um it's 
it's sometimes obviously you look at that from from a first world country and you're like well like i mean i'm not one to judge but that seems that seems like it's just using the fear behind a religion or the authority of being smited down or whatever by the god you know and and Mm -hmm. keeps you in line right i mean look at look at you know north korea right i mean and stuff like that i don't know it's it, it seems like sometimes those those tyrants um they they utilize these tools and so i don't think that that's good either right i i eventually think that maybe possibly um those types of religions at the very least would become probably obsolete i don't know what do you think all of them no no no. like those extremist ones i mean i i maybe maybe all of them but i i think that i think that when it's so deeply rooted um especially like christianity uh judaism uh islam the big ones um and i'm not talking about the extremists i'm talking about like the the regular like you know normal Mm -hmm. type of following those probably won't go away um I, I don't think so. There'll always be somebody. I mean, there's still some people who believe like ancient, ancient, ancient stuff, you know, like really ancient stuff. Um, yeah. But uh, so I don't know. I don't think it, religion will disappear. Yeah. You are seeing countries in like the Nordic regions where the majority is atheist. And so that is that does say something. There is places where religion is becoming obsolete. But in general, I just think religion is such a good answer to to life's uh, to life's uh, questions, you know. And it's like unless you unless you come to part with the fact that the world and life is a mystery, unless you like agree with that and then live based on that, then you're always gonna need something that sort of calms you down and 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 assures you of of what the you know what I mean like. So regardless of even with technology, I think people still will, well, at least it will take a long time. Like technology has to be so good that you can prove everything in the world so that nobody can say anything. You know what I mean? Like in the past when you somebody got sick and then they, they got better because whatever, their body fought it off, but they were giving them a tea. They're like, oh, this tea saved them. You know, like yeah. ignorance makes you think like, oh, this is the magical tea type shit, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, when you have um, when you have these these beliefs, and, and like everybody wants an answer to something, right? Everybody wants an answer to something. Um, when you when you start to think, oh, okay, well, you know, uh, we've tried everything, we've done everything we possibly can, you know, and then this, like you said, this magical tea comes up, or this, you know, whatever. People people start to think, well, that, that's that's a fucking miracle you know it's a miracle so um i don't know uh, i i think it might be something interesting to to think about well you were mentioning something about the like north korea the that and like re, like extreme religious there but it's actually funny because in north korea they don't have a religion really? although you could say that the regime sort of acts like the church right and well actually there is like a sense of religion because they're they're taught that this is the leader, this is the God, and they're all here to to sort of praise him, right? So I guess in its own sense, it is a bit of a religion, even though it's not like a an actual religion per se. But 
you know, what's crazy about this topic is that I was watching this uh, this this girl talk about her experience in North Korea. She was born there and she escaped to China. And then later on, when she grew older, she wrote a book and she's sort of like promoting the book. And she was being asked like, also like, because you know, in North Korea, there's no internet. And even back in the day, in the 1950s, they have this so locked in that it's not even like in Cuba where people from the outside can bring things, movies and shit. And you know, in Cuba, like nowadays, they have like, everybody knows everything this internet. So even, even though they're closed in, they have information. They know what the world outside is. In North Korea, they don't know what, they don't even see movies from the outside. So they don't know what the world is. So this girl escaped, not because she wanted to find a better place, like in Cuba, right? Cubans go to Miami because they know what Miami is like. This girl doesn't know anything outside of her little village, but she but she doesn't have electricity. She doesn't know what it is, but she sees that on the other side of the mountain where China is, there is light, there is electricity. So she's like, maybe if I go where that light is, there will be food that I can pick up in the ground or some shit. Oh, shit. That's what motivated her, right? She, Like, she didn't even, like, they asked her, so you went looking for your freedom? I was like, no, I didn't even know what freedom was. Like, that wasn't a word that we knew. It wasn't part of the, vocu- uh, the, the vocabulary. So I, I was just hungry, and I was like, there's nothing here. Maybe there's a light there. Maybe under the light there's some food. That's her only motivation, right? Oh, so, my God. That's like so some you, manifest destiny type of thing, right? Like, where you, you have this, like, inner working where you go across a mountain just looking for water. You know what I mean? Or looking for something like... Yeah, I mean, it is very biblical, right? Like, you saw a light and you followed it. And that's beautiful in itself. But on the other side, isn't it crazy that... Like, you're so brainwashed that you don't know anything in the world. That you don't even know the concept of... Oh, I don't like this. I need to make something out of my life. Like, that is not something that comes with being born a human. You need to be taught those values. You know, this girl was describing that she didn't even know what love was because the word love doesn't exist. Like, oh, mom, I love you. Dad, I love you. Like in Cuba, they live in a regime, right? But they love each other and shit, right? Within their poverty and misery, they're like, oh, I love my dad, right? No, they don't know what it is. The only word that's close to the word love is a word that is to to describe how much you you praise your leader, right? Oh, my God. That's insane, bro. I mean, yeah, you look at something and you're like, oh, my God. Well, like, and, what, and it is a religion in a sense. I've heard that. I've heard that they do like really like and, and those people are terrible. Like the regime as a as a whole are terrible. I hear I don't know where I read it or heard it. Um, they, they like if you like I know in Cuba and probably Russia and things like that. If you speak against your if you speak against your, your country, you you go to you go to jail. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you overcook right chicken jail. right away. You, you overcook chicken, you go to jail. You undercook fish, believe it or not, go to jail. <laughs> no, I mean, but like, you, I think o- that ugly like, sweater, ugly sweater, jail, jail. <laughs> um, but like, you <laughs> you go to these countries and and at least they they keep you alive. I hear that they do terrible <laughs> things to you in North Korea. Like, well, well, you, bro, you, bro, if this girl. This girl, they're scared of saying anything, anything that challenges the status quo. Dude, she said, my mom used to tell me when I was whispering to like not even whisper because the birds and the ants could hear me. Oh, my. Like, bro, if they heard you say anything 
that was close to being challenging to the regime, they don't only just kill you, because that wouldn't really solve the issue. They kill you and your next three generations so that there's no trace. Bro, like, I'm hearing this shit and I'm like, oh, okay, so Venezuelan's communism, that's like Disneyland, right? (laughs) Okay, that's cool. Great. (laughs) Bro, it's some crazy, insane shit, bro. That's so sad. That's I gotta, so I gotta, I gotta hit you up and see it. But there's crazy stories. There's, there's this video of this guy that escaped through a, through the militarized zone where it's like you have to go through many gates, and he just grabbed the car and he just fuck it, like he's like, oh, I'm gonna go get the bread and the cigarettes. Yeah, of course, <laughs> dude. He just like fuck this shit, bro. They started shooting at him. This guy had to get out of the car. He barely made it. And on the South Korean side, they sort of yeah. Helped him sort of get to the last part. But this guy was all shot up. Shut up. Uh, shut up. Like, shut up, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm still like, I'm, I'm going through cheese. courses, English courses, uh, but I should be. <laughs> the broski doodles are paying for it. No, but dude. So they save him and grab him on the other side and they take him to like the hospital, right? Like this guy's dying. All right, bro. They open his stomach up to like heal the wounds. Bro, this guy has dozens of parasites. Oh, inside, man. inside. But I'm not talking about like, I mean, any parasite is like a disgusting thing, right? I'm talking about snakes. I'm talking about snakes inside his body, bro, because of malnutrition. This is the this is the the average person. You know what I mean? Like, it's insane, bro. I, it doesn't even fit on my brain. Like, it does. It doesn't compute. You know that this shit exists, and it is like. Not to drive off from the religion topic, it's literally that. Like, in, I mean, if this isn't a religion, what is? Like, um, there's religions that vow for good things, right? Yeah. Uh, but I'm saying, like, this, like, what is a religion? It's an ideology, right? And mm-hmm. and that then that's what they have. Like, this guy, the leader, he's the god. He's the, he's you know, he's made thousands of movies. He he's like everything. Everything you can think of, he's done it. You know, and he's the god there. So. That's insane. It's I mean, crazy. That just seems like a lot of pressure if I was him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, not only do you have to run the country but, and, and yell at people and do it, and then you got to, I don't know. That's like that's like Trump to, like, a whole, like, to the 100th power. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's not like he was chosen, like, Trump, and he's like, oh, fuck, I got to do it. Now, like, he yeah, like, killed he, Trump, his uncle to be there. Like, you know, this guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he wanted that shit bad. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. oh, man, it's... That's really crazy. I mean, I feel bad for for these for these people, right? Like you you mentioned that Venezuela is like the Disneyland of, of communism. Yeah, like like it's it's because and and I'm, it isn't right, but it is it isn't, and and especially now it's 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 really really bad because you know people are people have it's different, right? Because like when you look at Cuba communism, Cuba ne- like Cuba they took away all the guns, right? They took away everything, so like the people cannot revolt. But here you have like Venezuela with like Antifa like type of type of uh, like rebellions, like, like little sub subgroups, yeah. right? And they but they instead of doing it against the government, they love that they love the fact that they're the only ones that have the power, and then they take advantage of the of the people along with the government taking advantage of the people. It's like and then there's a the good and then there's a group really of criminals fun. that don't give a fuck about your political affiliation, I'm just going to rob you. And if the deficiency of the government means that there's less cops and less, uh, you know, consequences for my crimes, then better for me. 
But exactly. yeah, that's a big difference. In, in Cuba, it's like everyone's poor and everyone's locked and nobody can do shit. Um, but at least people don't rob each other. Again, there's not much to rob, but also because it's a little island and if you do anything, they'll kill you. So it's a exactly. bit... It's a bit different, but uh, yeah, man, definitely we still have uh, a few spots in the world like Cuba, Venezuela, uh, in, in Argentina a little bit, and then you have North Korea, where you still have this these regimes, you know, that 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 imprison their people, you know, and and, and it's fucking crazy, bro. You want to talk about slavery? North Korea, I think, chips out like two million people in China and Russia doing work for them and then Russia and China pays the leader of North of North Korea and the the guy the workers don't get paid shit I mean the only payment they get is you get to live another day exactly <laughs> it's wild man it's wild yeah I mean that, that's why it's important for us to just try to keep doing good right I mean that's that's what this whole I think this whole episode the, the it, it didn't even start this way, <laughs> right? We, yeah, this is a crazy one. This is a crazy one. It kind of went the sideways, but um, but in a good way. Like I think, I think it's important for us to to keep doing good for one another. The more that we spread the 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 ideology of being good to one another, I think, you know, I, it, there's a lot more to it. But at least locally, we should be able to. The more people on board with being good, being like wholesome people, the better we are. Um, in general as a whole right as a whole yeah eventually it'll eventually it'll become global i think eventually well tell us a bit because you mentioned you had a few stories tell, tell us another another animal uh, story <laughs> of of steve Irwin specials <laughs> yeah I, I actually really like that snake story well, well this one is i'm i'm a good person to the animal i'm not a good person to my neighbor <laughs> so. yeah well the, the snake story you already told it i did i told it in yeah. uh in on, on the another podcast? episode oh yeah. okay um all right all right uh so let me see i've got i mean i was a boy scout so like there's a lot of weird stuff but oh like, for real yeah yeah there's a lot i mean just like s snake like a lot of snake stuff um uh simple stuff did, like you, I, did, did it teach you is this why you're like because when you told a snake story i was like man this guy just no love just grab this shit like i, I think i'm a little <laughs> bitch about that type of shit but do you think that this boy scout thing puts you put you in experiences where you were comfortable grabbing animals and shit or you were always like that yeah no i mean i, I was uh, for, f at first you have that shock factor you you do you know actually the first time i ever uh saw a snake is when i was i was really really young and we were playing like hide and go seek or we were like playing tag or something and we were running around the house and I used to have this gate where, like most people, like the, the, the fence, you, you would, like it was house, space, house. And then in between the spaces was like my my fence. And then my, you know, my, my neighbor had that same space, but on his other side, right? Like my house was the side of my house to the side of my neighbor's house. Okay. And then the same thing like that way, right? So, mm -hmm. so I'd be running around. I, I ran around the house and I came, I came around this side and, um and i open the gate and then I'm, I'm running and i have like these you know how like sometimes people put like r pavers but like spaced out to make a walkway mm -hmm. like yeah i don't know you know as a kid you yeah, think, yeah. Oh, okay let me let me jump from one to the other jump 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 instead as if of you're playing hopscotch exactly well here comes this mage this like this thick 
Major, major snake. I was a kid, but I I saw this thick, like I I know if you're listening to this on the audio, you can't tell, but like it was like this green. It was like a like a lime, Mm. like a lime green type of snake, Um, and it was it was big. I mean, from what I remember, it almost looked like like I don't know, like a curtain rod kind of thick, or like uh, damn, you you know what I'm saying? Like just it looked big, like a bat. Yeah, yeah, like it was. I was like, "Oh shit!" And I jumped over it, and I was like, hey, "Everybody, go the other way, go the other way." I was like screaming, like, ah. and I go inside, and then I come back out, and it's gone. And I'm like, "Damn!" But then I started thinking to myself, I was like, "Man, I really wish I, I really wish I could see it. Like, I wanted to see it. You know what I mean?" I was like, I was interested. It just caught me by surprise because here I am running, and I'm like, "Oh shit! I'm, I'm about to trip over this thing that I don't know is gonna wrap my neck and fucking annihilate me." You know, as a kid, a lot of things go through your mind, but um. But then that started, you know, the whole thing. So when I was in the Boy Scouts, I started like learning about the snakes, uh, specifically the ones in Florida, the ones you got to be careful for, the cotton mouth. Um, you know, just, I, just I know all about that cotton mouth. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> the, the the cotton mouth snake, you know, red. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, red and black, friendly Jack. Red and yellow, deadly fellow. You know, so like if you see a snake in it, with these colors, like you. you you gotta be very careful. There are some. There are some rattles. So uh, it's the Asian ones. You gotta. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Sneaky. There, there's a. There's like. Um. But then there's some that are that are red and yellow, that are just that way, because, because they that's they're actually not poisonous at all. The coral snake. They're called the coral snake, and they're they're not they're not deadly at all. The coral snake is, but this other red and yellow snake is just looking that way because as a defense mechanism so like okay so you need so you get confused in in any case my rule of thumb is get the fuck away from all of them from all of them (laughs) yeah so So then did you have an encounter with them then after yeah so so well it's actually funny my my, i had a similar situation happen before in clearwater the 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 famous snake story i told before i actually like i got my door was knocked on uh, back when in the neighborhood that me and you met in, right? And there was knocked a ven- on. Yeah, like knocked on. Like somebody knocked on oh. my door. My neighbor from two houses down knocked on my door. A Venezuelan family. It was just a mother and the daughter, and a black snake got into their living room. And then I had they were like, "Oh my god, can someone help us out?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." And and that's the first time I like had to like grab a snake, right? Damn. So like like I, I this is where like I really was like, oh shit, like is that the day where you like fucked? I think this this is my calling. This is it. No, I was like, yeah, this is it. Like, I'm going to see how I'm going okay. to do this, right? I got to figure this out. I obviously you know like that. fucking my, the Miami Sioux in your mind. Like, you're like, this shit could put me in places. <laughs> Dude, no lie. Sometimes I wish life was as simple as just being like a ranger. Like, I, I had a buddy of mine who... Would you love to, that shit? I fucking love that shit. I love right, the outdoors. I, you, I, I'm going to ask you about that right now. But finish this story because I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so I just go over there, right? But like, I, at, that, at this point, I didn't know like to like grab the head or anything i'm like so like i i like i like dive on it i fucking like dived on this fucking snake and it like snuck out and i'm like oh shit and i just like i just grab it and then i uh, and then it like it it cut it kicks back at me it kicks back at me but like yeah like but it didn't catch me i was like oh but it was a baby like at the time i'm i'm thinking like oh this is you know what i mean oh my god this dude's a badass but then you know, after after I held it and I understood, it, I was like, oh no, this is like a baby. I didn't even know what the hell to do, right? And and mm. and so I I just grabbed it and I had it like in a towel, 
Like, cause they like gave me, st- they like threw shit at me. Like I dived on it and they threw some shit at me. I was like, oh shit. I, I put my whole, my whole like body on it. And I just like kind of like scoop, <laughs> scooped it up and like, I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, and that, fuck. that one I put, um, that one I put, uh, in, in the sewer. <laughs> I walked out, you know how there's like gutters. I just went whoop right in the, in the sewer. I don't know if it could swim or not. Okay. I hope so. That well, I mean, uh, it, it, it's funny because in all your stories from what I've heard up to now, you never kill the animal. And no. you would hear this normally, like anybody will, will, will kill will kill the animal. And I mean, regardless of what the situation is, because I do know that in Florida, there are certain animals that are like a problem that they're yeah. infested. So it's actually not a, a bad thing to kill them. But it just shows that you want to you want to solve the situation. But it's like, all right, little buddy, you know, go fuck somebody else. <laughs> Go fuck with somebody else, you know, like you live to tell the tale, you know, like (laughs) exactly the same way I like to come and talk about it. I'm pretty sure his, him and his snake buddies could chit chat about this too, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Uh, in their own little snake podcast, yeah, and they're (laughs) exactly. Um, the only thing I've ever done, uh, one time I stepped on a lizard, I fucking I cried because like I was like, I was like arguing with my mom and I was like, fuck, and I like jumped, and at that time. A little, it was, no, it was a frog. It was a little frog, a little baby frog. Yeah, he like just jumped under me. I was like, "Fuck!" And I just jumped, and I he and I landed on him. I swear I didn't mean to, right? Like, yeah. But I heard, I heard a pop, and I'm like, "Oh man!" At, at that point, oh shit, that's a that's a light. The lights? Yeah. Fuck, dude! It's gonna blow. Get the chopper. Get to the chopper. <laughs> But yeah, no. That's crazy. Um, so, so I'll, I'll I killed a you. hamster once, like like that. Like I took a hamster on my car because I was at the time I wanted to be a hamster breeder for oh. some fucking reason. I don't know if you remember those times, and and I took a hamster like on a ride with me on the car, and like I put him in the cup holder, and I had a Camry at the time. I don't know if you remember some of, yeah, of yeah, vehicles I so. have like a little like a little cup holder. Uh, where you like you can close the cup holder and like it sort of works like it's a little container to put things so I had the little mouse in there right because I'm like writing so you know you had the little thing like the that pops open and you can put your cups or you can close it right and put your keys inside so I had the little mice in there right I'm like oh I'm like this is a little perfect little buddy cage for him to ride with me and shit and and then I would open the thing up. He's like, oh, he's there. Oh, my God. Cool. But then one of those times that I try to open it, the mechanism of the door is like it slides it slides oh. under the same hole. And he had gotten to the back of the hole. So when I did that, it sort of got him in a thing. And then so I like, crushed his back or some shit, like his spine. Uh, and then I was just like, no, little buddy, why you did that? And it was that, it was that moment where I was just like, oh, my God, this is so sad. Did you put him and out then, of his Well, thank the good thing is I think I killed him like right away like when I picked him up he was like and then he left like so it was right away that he died okay uh, but yeah uh, we kind of had to do a little ceremony but these fuckers like reproduce a lot so I already had a lot of my hound already but it was <laughs> it still hurt you know yeah no I the the another story now that you brought up a, a mammal I was at my buddy's house and and, <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, yeah because it's not all reptiles it's not all reptiles um, <laughs> hey guys here I mean, we're talking about different categories. He's like, when you said mammals, I was like, oh, stories I got. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I honestly didn't. I forgot about this. But one time I gave birth to baby to pugs. Like I didn't give birth, but I 
I delivered the baby pugs. Um, and basically, it was... Isn't it like baby pugs are just born? They don't well, go to a hospital. Yeah, so like the, the, like the dog, right? Like, you know what I'm talking about? The, the pug? The dog? You fucked the pug? No, I didn't fuck the <laughs> Her, the pug's name was Puchunga. Um, Puchunga. Puchunga, yeah. This, this was Abraham's Abraham's uh, pu- uh, dog. And um, and she was pregnant. And I was over there. And they're like, oh, my God, what do we do? Like, she's she's in she's in labor. Of course, I'm always there, like, looked at, like, the animal guy. Like, I didn't even go to school for this guy. I don't know why you're looking at me. But I was like, it's like, hey, guys, I, just because I took that frog out of your backyard <laughs> at one time doesn't qualify me. <laughs> But again, bro, Steven, you know, with the blood inside of him, he's just like, you know, it's, it's my calling. I've been called for this moment. We need this pug to deliver the pups. Yeah, it was it was kind of sad because I, I was not I was not a uh, I'm not uh, qualified for, for this, you know. And so the, the dog, the dog gave birth. But like two, I think it was like four or five of them, like like three of them didn't make it, bro they didn't make it like i they were stuck in the embryo in the in the pouch they were stuck in the pouch and like i couldn't get them to breathe and i was like i was trying to cr- do like cpr like cutting the umbilical cord oh was like painful because God. like we didn't have anything sharp to like cut the umbilical cord i didn't know and if why I was- wasn't this plan at all because you guys didn't know dude i don't fucking know dude I, I that to this day like in that moment all i'm thinking about is delivering them but like to this day i don't know why we didn't just get them somewhere you, you know like that was a really sad moment because i knew part of their like they some of them died because i just wasn't uh, qualified I, I didn't know what to Damn. do and okay. that time youtube didn't exist it's not like i can quickly like right <laughs> <laughs> somebody somebody call my one you fucking get on youtube right now <laughs> right type in giving birth to pugs third birth. one has died what do i do now <laughs> Damn, bro. Yeah, but that, that is re- super, super sad. The thing is, guys, at, towards the end of the podcast, we want to give you a really sad story so that you can go home and really just feel like, you know, I love this podcast. This is the type of feelings that I want to try to get. But no, nah, we're just kidding. But no, I mean, we're not kidding about the pugs. That shit was super sad and it did happen. But it's also yeah. about the reality of life, right? Like, I'm pretty sure if you don't get involved, doesn't the pug solve the issue? No. Uh, like, if, like, if, no. if you weren't there, all of them die. Yeah, that, that's a good question. I mean, I, I, they're supposed to, like, just be able to reproduce out in the wild, right? Like, they're just supposed to pop them out and, like... <laughs> I mean, is it that we've made these pets be so, like, dependent on us that they're I not even able to is. do that? Because I from what I understand, the dog r- rips a fucking umbilical cord and, and fucking keeps trucking, dog. To be honest with you, I, 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 I think... Like, wolves, right? Like, wolves would just pop them out and that's it but i guess like especially pugs and like these the well we had a we had an episode of of uh of like yeah, these, yeah. these genetic like these breeds that are bred you know what yeah. i mean with, with yeah, i think if you have a pug i mean i'm not sure about this but if you have a pug i'm pretty sure then your your sort of parameters for health care for the dog should be a lot higher right like if they're gonna give birth from what you're explaining to me it seems like they need a special care and yeah. not, you know, because folks like I've had dogs at my crib that give birth and shit. Not really, but like at my dad's company, for example, but like street dogs and, and yeah. those motherfuckers, they solve, you know, they're like they go to the fucking DMV, get their license and shit. Like they do their shit, on, you know, <laughs> and they do their shit on their own. right? <laughs> yo, they get their own birth certificate. They're like, yo, my name is Wally. Dog, fuck out of here. You know, yeah. like, 
Exactly. They would just like, hey, can we get somebody to help me? <laughs> Uh, so yeah. how, how many? So how many lived? Two, two, two lived. out of out of seven. Uh, out of five. Five. Okay. So uh, from what I remember, uh, it's I, I was it was a really long time ago, but it was like I had a, a I, I had a lot, and I had one that was like I almost made it. He almost made it, and then he just like passed out. Oh fuck, dude! Like like the one I was trying to save because like two had already two were good. And I was like, just trying to like, you know, save as many as I could. Man, if um, you look at life, bro, like, you, you you think about that situation, right? Where it's like, well, they're not all of them are gonna make it, right? And even if like you were like a certified person, maybe one of them doesn't make it, right? Like even then, yeah. like, that's how animals work, right? That's why they're having five, seven pups, right? Exactly. And then you go into like the world of turtles, right? Right. And out of the I turtles, love turtles, turtles are my favorite I think, animal. I think. <laughs> My bad, turtles. my bad. No, I just, <laughs> I just fucking love. Like, just, just brought I up know, a like, soft spot. Turtles, yeah. I fucking love turtles, bro. They're my favorite animal. It was just like super. It is. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, guys. This is how we are. Okay, this is our personality. <laughs> this is the type of people we are. So fuck you. I know you're judging us. It's like, Iko, why are you saying that? Are you judging Steven? No, I'm not. But I'm saying I know what the fuck you're thinking. All right. <laughs> I know. I know of all of you, forty, forty-five subscribers. We got another one today. That's right, dog. We're growing in this bitch. Okay. <laughs> no, but turtles, right? You know how like they go into the sand and then they put all the little eggs and then they leave and it's like hundreds of eggs, right? Mm -hmm. And then across the beach is thousands of eggs. Yeah. And from what I understand, like less than half make it. Way less than... Way, way less, like, right? Way less, like... Like 10%? Only, like 10%, yeah. Like something so, 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 so low. Like the rest, bro, are just ego food and like other animals' food. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, they try to do like, uh, well, you've seen them. Uh, I actually, again, the other just the other day, I was in the Keys, and they 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 have uh, they had the a, Florida Keys, the Florida Keys, yeah. We have, uh, we have people just, that live in in the eastern block uh, of Soviet Russia and and the surrounding areas, and also we have people in Europe that don't know about the Keys. When they hear the Keys, there is the, the keys of the house, or they're doing a bump. Out of some Bolivian <laughs> cocaine, and that's that saddens me and Steven. But we're talking about the Florida Keys, so this is like some islands. Maybe people here is like, yeah, we know what the fuck the Florida Keys are, bro. What the fuck is wrong with you? But whatever, dog. We don't know. It's some fucking little islands at the bottom of Florida. You know, like Florida is like a penis, and at the end is like a little stream of urine. Well, the little stream of urine is the Florida Keys. That's right. That's right. Just a dribble. Um, so we have, so we were in the Keys that night and, uh, we were just taking some pictures at some, at some park cause there's really nowhere to go. We just wanted to get out of the house. And we saw that they, that in this, this little like park, they set up like a turtle, a turtle driveway. The best way I can explain it. Like they, wherever they planted the, um, wherever they planted the, 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 the mama tortoises or they put the, the eggs in. They put like black, they put like black uh, lining all the way, like guiding them to the beach. And the reason they do that is because sometimes the lights from the street or from cars passing by, the baby turtles just go towards the moon. That's why when they hatch, they hatch at, they, they tend to hatch at nighttime or they, you know what I mean? So, so I don't know how they time that though, but, but from my understanding is that they, they, tr they, they are following the moon and that's why they try to put this black liner up. So they're not going the other way. They just follow like the, the, the moon. Um, and I was so, I was so like, Nat was like, what are you doing? I was like, I was just like looking at it and I was like, 
really like trying to understand the whole situation. These are fucking turtles, Dad. What do you mean? I, I love the turtles. I love the turtles. If I can come back as an animal, I'd do that. You'll be a turtle. All right. Turtle so, sure. turtle, turtle. So we have. Nice cross, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you have that thing with the turtles, right? And then you have these birds that I've seen that they're born, right? And they're like in these risks, like in these mountains, right? And they're like, there's just mountains that go down, right? There's no no valley, just fucking high-ass mountains. And then these little birds are born, and then the mom throws them. Or I don't know if she throws them or they just jump. They jump from the nest down. And, bro, this is like thousands of meters, and they're just hitting the rocks like, pa, ta, pa, pa. And out of, you know... 30 little fuckers, maybe three make it, right? Because right. they're just jumping like, pa, pa. And I'm like, wow, this is a fucking cruel filtering process to find the strongest motherfuckers. You know, like, you could mm-hmm. do something else, right? No, he's like, no, okay, guys, everybody here? All my all my little kitties? All right, you're going to jump from the fifth floor. Fuck that, tenth floor. And whoever makes it is, is man enough to run in this house. God damn it. So what I was trying to say with all this, right, the turtles, the thing is that... Animal life is fucking cruel. When you talk about like life is hard, it is, and we, and we gotta live in. But man, when you watch uh, like dog, uh, Animal Planet and shit, and you see like a fucking lion just getting a, a giraffe and ripping it apart alive, or you see this a pup dies because that's just the nature of it, or 90% of the turtles get eaten and they don't make it, that's the fucking how savage nature is. But mm-hmm. Then you have someone like Steve Ski here, who's the, you know, he's the prodigy of Steve Irwin uh, <laughs> and then like the living memory of him. He's now here, you know, controlling animals with his love. And you could see how something that's so savage like nature could be softened up by the hands of a gentle giant here. Uh, Steve Ski, such a beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I appreciate you saying that. I, I was telling that the other day, like eventually I would love to like have a rescue, like saving the owls or like all of that shit that goes crazy. Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah. But like without the, I don't know <laughs> if I do, I would love to hang out with tigers, but tigers just seem like a lot of work and a lot of risk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah risk reward is a little, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not there, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm super, I'm super, uh, fascinated by like these these like tiktoks or like youtube videos of like or like you know, have you ever been on facebook and it's like the dodo the dodo bird or whatever yeah like, those are really nice it was a yeah oh i got this dog it had mange i gave him this i did this oh it, yeah, all it's always good here is like it's always the best dog good ever. stories yeah. like yours like yours yeah. today but no that was that that's super nice and you know maybe like in the future what you're describing something's like a sanctuary where like yeah you know you re- you rescue animals that that need it and then and then maybe in the case of pets uh reroute them to people that that love them so so that's great i mean hopefully in the future we can get involved in some sort of organization uh, where we can help animals uh the ones that we have a bit more direct contact with are like dogs and pets you know i've always been the type to have dogs from the streets and obviously, Latin America, this is a bigger issue than in the first co- first world country. But nevertheless, it's always important to bring awareness to this, not only to the animals, but also to nature itself. We need to take care of it. Uh, you don't have to be a fucking hippie tree hugger to give a fuck about nature. 
and and think about the right thing. So uh, that's all for me, Steve. Thank you guys for listening. Any last words, bro? It's all you. No, 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 no. Uh, you know, I would if if you care to, you know, try to help out a little bit. I would look into like your local humane society or 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 just get out into nature yourself and just try to try to start appreciating it and uh and you know it'll snowball from there so anyways that's all for me too so thanks for tuning in and uh have a good have a good week <laughs>